90% of kids on this planet are out of school. School's closed, they're home. And that means no recess, no playtime, their extracurricular sports, their dance, everything that keeps them active is canceled. So now that falls on us as parents to make sure that we keep our kids moving. Becoming better parents, partners, and people, this is the Positively Dad Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm James Shaw, host of Positively Dad. I'm excited that you're listening today. My wife, Terry, and I are the proud parents of an eight-year-old homeschooled second grader. Her name is Naomi, and I started Positively Dad to be a resource for you. You know, most support out there for parents is designed for moms, so we're here to support you, the dads. We do two podcasts each week. This week, though, we're doing a bonus one. So this is a bonus podcast for you. Normally, we release an episode every Monday where we talk with an expert who's going to help us grow and get better. Naomi always joins us for that one. And then on Thursday, I talk to a dad about being a dad. Well, you might be looking at your calendar, and if you're listening on release day, it's Saturday. You're going, what are you doing on Saturday? Well, you know what? We have gone all in on helping you and your family during this pandemic across our planet. So much has changed. Our world's been thrown upside down, and we're experiencing this new normal. And so my role right now in Positively Dad is to bring you as many resources that I can to help you and your family, and we're going to do that today. Chances are in your house, tablet time is up. They're spending more time in front of the screen, whether it's doing school work or just to relax. And because soccer's canceled and dance is canceled and baseball's canceled and they don't have recess and PE and all that kind of stuff, what are we doing to keep our kids moving so they can stay healthy and in shape? And what are we doing for us as well? And so that was on my mind, and I found an organization over in the U.K., that is really focused on helping kids and families stay active right now. It's the Youth Sport Trust, and I reached out to them and asked if they'd be willing to come on the podcast and just share some reasons, number one, about why it's really important for kids and dads to get active and do things, uh, why our kids need to keep moving right now when their schedule's been kind of turned into a funk, and then just what are some things that we can do at home um, and, and, and stay safe through all of this so that, again, we keep moving. So that's what we're going to talk about today in this special bonus episode of Positively Dad. I'm excited to do it. Our guest today is Chris Wright. He is from the Youth Sport Trust over in the UK. And Chris, thanks so much for joining us on Positively Dad. Absolute pleasure, James. Happy to have you. Tell us a little bit about your organization. Uh, so with the Youth Sport Trust, James, we're in our 25th anniversary uh, children's charity, uh, and we're all focused on how you can uh, create a brighter future for children using uh, sport and physical activity. Well, and you're doing a great job for it, and our world's been kind of tossed up in the air, and the things that our kids were doing to keep their physical activity going have been yanked away, whether it's recess, PE, you know, the sports they're in, my daughter's in dance, all that kind of stuff. Why is it so important that during this time of, of lockdown that they keep moving? Um, well, I think the one thing that our government certainly has been pushing is, uh, you know, is that staying active is important, not just for your health during this time, um, but also your, your general well-being. So, We've long been pushing the message that uh, being active is important for your health and well-being. Um, and probably now when we are uh, socially isolated um, and likely to be moving less, uh, keeping that habit of moving is, is probably never more so important. Well, it might be more important now than it's ever been, do you think? Uh, I would say so. Um, in terms of um, where we're at in this country, uh, children's physical, social, emotional well-being is on a decline. Um, 
So a chance to you know be at home uh, and play with your kids and and you know get that habit of moving around the house is is probably the most uh, most important thing right now. Yeah, no doubt, and it's kind of different. I mean, we've been at home for a while, and I imagine you have too, right? Um, me and my family, we've been in our house now for three weeks. Um, but the one consistent message from our government has been: uh, stay home, um, don't circulate, and make sure you keep your social distancing, but also to to keep active. Um, so whatever you're doing in whatever environment you're in at the moment, um, maintaining those movement behaviours is is crucial, uh, not just to your physical health, but also just to your state of happiness and well-being. Yeah, it is. it does keep you feeling good. And in, over here in the States, many of the states that have some type of lockdown or stay-at-home order have said, it's okay, you can go outside and exercise and do stuff. And I imagine the same for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're allowed to go out once a day um, for a maximum of an hour. Um, but they have stipulated that where possible, that ex- exercise is on your own. Um, but certainly it doesn't stop you from moving at home as families, you know, parents and children, uh, grandparents and children together. Yeah. So one thing I thought about here is that, you know, one thing we would do, I have an eight-year-old. And so we, we uh, have a, a park about a mile down the road that uh, my daughter will scoot to and we'll walk and we'll go play on the playground. And, and there's no, none of that going on right now, right? All our playgrounds are closed. Sure. So let's start with, with littles and, and the younger kids. What sorts of things, because you guys have a ton of resources on your website, what sorts of things are you suggesting for, for parents to be able to do and help their little kids get moving? Because they don't have recess, they don't have PE right now, all that stuff is off the table. Yeah, so, we're, um, so I'm uh, in the same boat. I have a five-year-old here. Um, so Jess, all we focus on with her is, is just unstructured play just giving her a chance uh, to move, to express herself, uh, whether that's through uh, dance or through little uh, routines. Um, She likes to make up her own little gymnastics routines, Um, but really, really simple stuff that just lets her explore her own physicality, Um, maybe take a few risks along the way, but really just really simple, have fun, Um, make sure she's not sat down too much, Um, you know, with, we're obviously creating the YouTube generation over the last few years. And at this time when we can reset childhood, getting her back to basics. Yeah. And uh, so just having some fun. Are you using, you said we're the YouTube generation and there's a lot of tablet time going on and I'm sure in lots of houses. Are you leveraging technology anyway to help keep her moving and doing stuff? Yeah, sure. So if she is on um, any sort of social media, we, we obviously try and limit that. Um, but where it is, um, it's a learning activity and generally it's one where she's moving at the same time. So we, uh, in the UK, your listeners who are in the UK will be familiar with CBeebies. A lot of the, the programming over here is, is about active learning. So it's uh, still learning the ABCs, still learning the, you know, the one, two, threes, but it's all about moving at the same time. We use a thing here called Go Noodle. I don't know if you know Go Noodle. Not and- very well. Yeah, and Naomi loves it, and she's dancing and moving all the time. They do a great job at getting kids up and moving. So you can find some stuff technology-wise to kind of help keep your kids uh, moving around, staying healthy, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there's a few platforms I'd recommend. Go Noodle's a fantastic one. Um, if you go on to uh, Active Kids Do Better, which is a Nike platform, um, you can uh, stipulate how long you want the activity to go for. 
Um, what types of activities? Uh, they're all modelled by the young children and you can even set your own beat and your own music to it, which is fantastic. Uh, we also have one over here called BBC Super Movers um, and a Change for Life uh, Disney campaign as well, which has got some awesome stuff. You have some amazing resources on your website, with the, which is youthsportstrust.org. I'm sorry, youthsporttrust.org. That's right. And, and I want to start with, you guys put together a whole thing of like PE stuff that you can do at home. Maybe, maybe mom and, and dad and, and your kids or just pair the kids up or something like that. Do you want to walk through some of those resources to give some of our parents some ideas of what they can be doing? Yeah, sure. So there's been a lot of debate in the press at the moment around what is physical education um, and what is just physical activity and also what sport. So we've got a range of resources which cover all three. Um, some of them are just about playing, um, the sort of stuff that you do in your garden or in, in the home, whether it's you know, hula hoop challenges or building dens and, and, and you know, just being active together. Some of it is um, based around helping to develop the fundamentals. So what we call the ABCs, agility, balance and coordination. Again, simple games and activities that can be done as families. Um, and some of it is active learning, like I said. So some of it is about moving, but learning other subjects while you're, uh, while you, you're moving around the house. So the, they're the sort of the three pillars, I suppose, James, that we cover. Um, but all of them are really simple stuff that you can just pick up. Some you could do in 60 seconds, some you can do in, in 60 minutes. It's, it's tailored really so that people in a range of different environments um, can, can access that sort of content. Why is it so important to keep this aspect of our kids' lives going while we're kind of safe at home? Um, <laughs> well, if I talk from a parent, it's a, it's a little bit about sanity. Um, so, you know, if you think about the world that's changed for parents at the moment, I, I listened to one of your earlier podcasts about home learning and, you know, this immense pressure that's now been put on parents to suddenly become the teacher, the home um, is, you know, we're being told is suddenly becoming the school and, so really need, it's, it's, a, it's a sanity uh, piece for parents where they've got stuff that can keep kids occupied. Uh, they might be able to break up the school day or, you know, the new school day um, and, and break up that sometimes monotony of sitting at the, you know, the kitchen table and doing homework. Um, but in terms of kids' happiness, um, their well-being and, and their sort of state of mind, that's probably the most crucial thing at the moment. Um, I don't know what it's like over in America, but you know, the education system in, in the UK is one where there is seemingly quite a lot of pressure on children and, and schools to perform academically. Um, so as I said before, a chance to reset childhood and, and maybe to take care of our kids' health and happiness a little bit more so than what we have done in the past. I wonder if that's maybe a blessing out of this that we're going to kind of rethink what our days should be like. And right now we're doing it by default. We don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're going to allow kids to kind of focus on just being kids again. Yeah. Uh, reset childhood, James. That's, that's what it's all about. You know, the, it's interesting in the UK that um, the government have um, postponed all GCSEs and A-level um, exams. And we've been asking ourselves the question, um, what else is your child walking away from school with? Um, of course, they need qualifications and they need their exams to be able to demonstrate their knowledge um, and their ability. But 
we're also focused on all the other stuff that we want kids to have when they leave school. Um, and some of that does relate to the basics, which is, you know, life skills, well-being, and happiness are, are just as important as it is to have that piece of paper with your list of qualifications on. Yeah, most states here, including Florida, where I live, have they're not going to do the standardized testing this year, and it's just going to be the way it is. So we are rediscovering childhood a little bit. I love that. All right, let's talk our older kids, especially, I mean, I think about these kids that have, they play sports all the time and they're, they're while we probably play different sports, you know, in our, our, our each country, you know, their baseball games are canceled, their, their football games and soccer games and whatever games are canceled. What sorts of things are you suggesting to the older kids who are used to doing it in team sports and now that stuff's not there? Yeah, it's, it's, that's a tough one. Um, I think if I think about myself as a, you know, I, I used to uh, play sport to quite a good level. Um, the one thing that I always used to do is practice. And I don't think that's ever changed for kids. You know, the, the only way in, in which you get better at sport, um, particularly if you're in a talent program or, or thinking about your performance has, has always been to practice the fundamentals of your sport. So being able to make sure that children are able to continue to practice to, you know, to improve their fitness levels and, and then be able to attribute that when they get back on the field is going to be really important. Um, but your point about technologies is, is a great one. You know, we're seeing uh, teams come together over social media, um, you know, sharing um, their own performance, uh, you know, using things like Strava, um, being able to judge where people's uh, fitness is at and using it as a little bit of a mini competition, keeping that competitive spirit up is, uh, is quite a neat way of looking at it. So leveraging technology to do some stuff together. I think that's a great idea. Um, well, what's the, I guess, is there anything else you think that our listeners, our dads need to know about how they can make this time work and still keep their kids active? What else is on your mind? Um, <clears throat> I think one of, the, one of the really interesting things that I've read recently is the improved emotional well-being that your kids get from, particularly when dads play with kids, you think about society in general, um, you know, obviously with, with, um, with females now becoming uh, more highly paid and, um, and working their way uh, quicker up the career ladder, maybe less so now, but certainly historically dads have been away at work. They don't have the chance to play with their kids. Um, and dads really have got a vital role to play in the happiness and emotional well-being of their, of their children. And the number one way they can improve that is by getting down dirty and playing with their kids again. Um, so one of the things that I've learned over the last three weeks is, yeah, it's great to put food on the table and to go out there and, and have the uh, and have the long work hours and um, you know and have that holiday time. But resetting childhood at the moment for me has meant getting back to playing with my kids in the living room, in the garden, you know, basic stuff, rough and tumble, having the play fights, um, you know, doing the jigsaw puzzle. You know, from a dad's perspective, this is, uh, this is a really important time to reconnect with your, with your kids. Why is it so important? Uh, the evidence will tell you that the emotional well-being for both the kids and, and dads is um, it, it's, it's, the, it's a big thing at the moment. And, you know, with, with male mental health issues coming to the fore at the moment, um, you know, increases in, in young male suicide, uh, the pressure, I think, on dads to to maintain a standard of living um, is probably never a better time to 
to think about what's really important in life and, and getting playing with the kids is, is top of my list at the moment. I've thought uh, over the last week or so, I mean, that this is a ginormous um, inconvenience to many, many families. It's a, it's a big burden. It's also, you know, we're fortunate. My family's very healthy. I don't have anybody in my family who's ill and there's people battling this disease and, or this virus rather and, and people dying from it every day in your country and mine. And, and it's totally just taken our life and thrown it upside down. Mm-hmm. And I think that as long as my family can stay healthy and the people around me stay healthy, that when we come on the flip side of this, because there will be an end, right? So when we come on the other side of this, I wonder if we might look back and be thankful for this time that we had and be appreciative of the time that we had to, to do exactly what you say. But Naomi and I, the other day, we call it wrestling. We were just goofing around, having a great time, lots of laughs, lots of fun. And that's not the way it always is. It's usually hurry up and get dressed. and We got to go here and got to go do that. I mean, yeah. do you agree that you think that when we come on the other side of this, as long as, again, everyone in your family is healthy and all that kind of stuff, that, that you might actually really appreciate this time? I, I don't disagree, James. I think um, what, what I wouldn't like to think is that this period of lockdown is going to have a detrimental effect on, on people's mental health. Um, so, you know, if there's one big thing that we are being gifted here is, is time together. Um, and if that time is playing together, then that can only improve our, our mental health and our general well-being. So I, I agree. I think, you know, we might look back on uh, this time as, as getting back to basics and maybe rethinking what life's all about in a way. Yeah, because you're, you're, I'm glad that you brought it up. Your mental health is really important. So doing things that bring you joy, that make you laugh, that make you smile, that's going to be really good for you right now, really good for your kids and really important. Sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Even from the basics of, you know, the endorphins that go through your system when you're, when you're exercising, just to being connected and or reconnected with your family um, and playing together. I think there's a famous quote, which my, uh, my boss always, always quotes is uh, when you play life gets better. Um, probably never a truer moment at the moment. Yeah. Well, what's the final message you want to give these dads as a, as a takeaway from our conversation today? Uh, three things actually, James, um, reconnect, take the chance to reconnect with your kids. Um, take the time to play and get back to basics. Um, and I suppose the number one thing from a, from a dad's point of view is, is make sure you take care of yourselves, um, so that you can then take care of your kids. You guys have a ton of resources that people can use. So let people know a little bit about where they can connect with you and your organization. So if you follow us on Twitter or you want to follow the hashtag stay home, stay active, uh, you'll find all of the links to resources there, or you can come through our website at uh, youthsporttrust.org. And your Twitter is youth sport trust, and it's full of so many great things. Uh, Chris, thanks for taking time out this afternoon for you this morning for me for uh, being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, stay healthy, everyone. Great stuff from Chris, and uh, I trust you got some value out of it. I did. They're doing some great stuff online. If you go check out their Twitter, which is Youth Sport Trust, super easy to find, they've got pinned at the very top a physical activity bingo, and they're just going over the next couple of weeks, uh, do as many of these activities as you can, and some of them are simple. 
Some of them are pretty easy, and uh, they just look like a ton of fun. So check that out, and, and let's work together to keep our kids active. The other thing I want to mention to you is that we want to help you do that as well. And so on April 18th, which is a week from today, the release day of this podcast, we are doing a, a virtual 5K. Now, the idea is for you to go out and do some stuff with your family. It doesn't have to be a 5K. I think if my daughter does it, Naomi does it, she'd be happy to run to the driveway and back. And so whatever it is, it's just something to get you out moving. So if you go to our Facebook page, you'll find it really easy. Just find Positively Dad on Facebook, and you'll see April 18th, we're doing the Positively Dad virtual 5K and family fun run. It's just a lot of fun. You can download a certificate once you've completed it that says you've finished. Post pictures on your Instagram. I'm going to be doing some live stuff on our Facebook page on April 18th at 7 o'clock in the morning in whatever your U.S. time zone is. So you can check in and we'll do some stuff to kick off the race. Um, and, and we just trust that that might be something that will help you get out and move as well. Stay safe as you do it. And, and have a good time. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Positively Dad today. I trust it added some value to you. If it did, would you share it with somebody who you think might get some value out of it? That would be great. If you'd rate, subscribe, and review wherever you're listening, we'd love that too. And then finally, connect with us online. We're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Positively Dad. We'd love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.